Are you in a place where you are feeling like enough is enough? You're ready to get that business idea launched. You're ready to move faster in your business. You're ready to bring in more income and you're ready to attract more ideal clients with your messaging and offers. It's time to reach out and let's work one-on-one. And the way that you can do that is by visiting my website at elizabethlaconi.com and committing today. If you've been sitting in a stuck stage for more than a week, it's time. So head over to my website and let's start partnering on your business strategy together. Honestly, multitasking is really taxing on our nerve system. It's not what we were designed to do. So that's why it goes back to be focused and present on what's right in front of you, complete it, and then move on to the next. Welcome to the Equipped Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Laconi, and I am a business and branding strategy coach, multi-six-figure CEO, and I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs. If you are looking to walk through entrepreneurship equipped with the business skills, strategies, mindset, and well-being to sustainably grow your business, then you are in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I have personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your business growth and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Equip Entrepreneur Podcast. I am here with a special guest today, really talking about something that we haven't really dove into in my episodes. I have alluded many times about my own health journey. I have talked about the importance of taking care of your body, your nervous system, but to really have such a professional on today is my honor. I have Dr. Patty Gonzalez with me. Dr. Patty is a retired chiropractor. She has built, scaled, and sold now her chiropractic practice that generated over $2 million in sales. She's now known as the Alignment Mentor, where she helps women find balance and peace instead of struggling to juggle all the things in their life, which we can all relate to. Her passion is helping the women she works with find alignment in their body, mind, and spirit. With that said, first of all, I just am so honored to have you on, Dr. Patty. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and being here with me. Absolutely. It's actually, it's my honor and pleasure. I've watched so much of what you do and am just really excited to be here to share. I feel like we're going to have a great conversation just because, and I have said this to you prior to this episode, I geek out on this topic. (laughs) This is something I feel like it is so important for especially, well, for anybody, but for entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs who are doing all the things, juggling all the things in life, I have learned firsthand how easy it is to neglect your own health and just keep going with the to-dos, you know, creating more offers, different strategies in your business, all of which are important, but really not taking the time to do the work for yourself. And so I'm just really glad that we have this space today to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. And I know based off of my listeners, it's really near and dear to their heart as well. So thank you again for being here. I alluded a little bit about your background. You're a retired chiropractor. So why don't we just start with how you got into chiropractic Mm -hmm. and what you're doing now? Absolutely. So, wow, you're asking me to kind of go way back. So I was in practice 16 years. Um, So I've been in and around chiropractic for the better part of 20 um, years with schooling and all of that fun that came before actually getting the degree. Um, But chiropractic actually changed my life, which is why I ended up in the field. So at age 17, I discovered I had a severe scoliosis in my spine, um, which I had no idea because I was in great health. I was a competitive soccer player. And yet 
upon getting that diagnosis, I started in with chiropractic and it truly started to shift how my body was actually functioning internally. I was getting headaches all the time and like just a lot of the symptoms relieved. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Went off to undergrad, got a degree in exercise physiology, still didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I actually, ironically, ended up in sales in internet security. Hmm. How I made that jump, still no idea. (laughs) But I existed in corporate America for about two and a half years and sitting in my cubicle yet to plan another sales meeting, I was like, I don't really want to do this the rest of my life. And it was kind of at that quarter life crisis part. I was 25, was making great money, and I had created a really beautiful relationship with my chiropractors. So I was actually down at their house for dinner one night, and they said, you should go to chiropractic school. And I was like, wait, what? Okay, well, I've got a BS and exercise phys, maybe a couple of weekend courses. I could be a chiropractor, right? And they're like, well, not really. <laughs> so I looked into the program literally sat at the open house of the school that I actually ended up going to and with my jaw wide open going, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do with my life. So lo and behold, um, everything, whenever I make a shift in life, everything just lines up and it happens really quickly. So within two months, I had quit my job, taken a month off and started chiropractic school and then went through chiropractic. And it's funny you're talking about like just the female entrepreneur, I know this is really targeted to them, but I mean, this is males included. In my journey through chiropractic practice, I learned the challenges and trials and benefits and like highs and lows of being an entrepreneur. And I also really burnt myself out and I didn't know it I because I was so good at like, no, we're just going to keep pushing. I mean, I was working in my practice. I was working 10, 12 hour days, five, six days a week. Um, and it was just, I'm like, this This is what I'm supposed to be doing, right? Because that was the model that I had from all the males. I mean, chiropractic is a male-dominated profession. Mm-hmm. And near the end of my career, probably I would say probably in the last four years, I started to recognize, wait a minute, I love the serving aspect. I love the connection piece that I have with my patients. But it's I want my life to be more simple. I don't want the 12-hour days. I had become a mom and I wanted time with my daughter. So in the last four to five years of my practice, I shifted my schedule a lot. I had gone down literally when I sold my practice, I was working two days a week. And ironically enough, I was still making the same amount. So I had learned how to to work smarter, not harder, and started to apply the things that I now teach my, my clients because I realized my purpose and my passions were to like to give and to serve and to have the balance in my family. And then really what we're going to talk about today too is just my body and how 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 much I really honestly destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Um I went into burnout, uh, my adrenals were super fatigued, I got to a place where I had gained weight and I couldn't lose it. Mm-hmm. Um I was doing all the detoxes and cleanses and this and that and workouts and nothing was really working. And so I think the biggest piece was I had to learn because I was doing the juggle. I still am doing the juggle, but I've learned how to do it more graciously. Um, And I had to learn the juggle of putting myself first in order to be able to show up and serve in the way that I really wanted to in my life. Mm -hmm. How long did that take? Because I love asking this question because for me, it took years before I recognized the clues. Like my body was giving me clues before my brain could comprehend, "Mm, you need to change this or you're out of alignment or you're working yourself to burnout. And honestly, what happened to me is my body just shut down because I was ignoring it. So was it something that you were clued in as it was happening Or what was that shift like for you? It was, uh, it took me a minute to figure out, oh, wait a minute. Because I was so hyper-focused on my my patients and Mm. their wellness. And I was, I was still taking care of myself. I was getting adjusted one to two times a week, more so two. I was eating, I was exercising. Um, I wasn't sleeping though. That was one of the biggest things for me was sleep. And it's funny because I always ask my patients, how much sleep are you getting every night? And 
it, my sleep actually shifted a lot when I had my daughter. So for the, for many years, I was just like, wow, it's because I have a baby and then a toddler. And then like, it's just, it was kind of a, I didn't want to say blame it on her, but I was like, well, it's just being a mom. And then I'm like, wait a minute, she's five, she's six, she's seven. I'm still not sleeping. (laughs) Why is this? So my body was giving me clues. And in knowing what I knew just about health in general, the way that I took care of my patients, it wasn't just adjusting. Like I dealt with a lot of other things like nutrition and supplementation. So this is where I was diving into doing the cleanses and like shifting my workouts, doing some of the things for me. But honestly, it wasn't until I sold my practice and gave myself room to really breathe that I was like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of sick. I'm, and it's even in the last year that I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I was exposed to mold. I had like, there's some other things that happened with my liver, my lymphatic system. And I was just like, wait a minute. The pieces started to slowly come together once I slowed down enough to go like, oh, now this makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating to hear that because it's very parallel. And I'm learning now, the more that I talk to people, you know, when I was going through it, you, I felt very alone. Like, is this normal? Is this right? Because like you, I was also in into health, functional health and holistic health, doing the cleanses, doing all the things. But I still, my body was not responding very well. And it's because for me, I also had to make a shift. And the second that I shifted and I opened this room, and this was just last year, I did also find things like my liver wasn't detoxing. So I wasn't even releasing toxins. And so there was also high chemicals in my house, all these things. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've really got to just press pause, take care of myself, because I can do all these other things that are great, like fueling your body with great nutrition and supplements and stuff. But it wasn't it wasn't working because my body was just, it was so closed off to mm-hmm. any change. And it's so fascinating to hear different people's stories because I feel like I'm starting to see that this is truly a, a theme, truly a theme of just pushing pause and allowing yourself to make whatever shifts that you need to. And so you closed your chiropractic practice. That was, that was, or you were taught, you stepped away. I sold it. I actually sold it. So the practice continued. It still is going strong today, which is amazing. Um, But yeah, I, I was like, I just, I need some space. And it's funny because my coach had told me at the time, she's like, you probably should just take the month of January off. Cause I sold it at the end of December 21. And I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I was going to take a couple of weeks. We've got family in town. I was just going to kind of, when they leave, then I'll take a couple of weeks off. Well, that one month turned into about six because I really needed some time and space. And I didn't, I didn't know it until I was in it. Mm-hmm. And I, the more, and the more space, honestly, the more space I gave myself, the more my body started to relax and the more, and then the more things started to pop up. And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. There was a lot of mold exposure. Cause we had, it's crazy. In the last year of my practice, we'd actually also remodeled a home. So we were tearing out carpets and popcorn ceiling and all this kind of stuff. And I had actually been helping a friend do that for a year prior to that as well. So there were lots of chemicals that had gotten into my system, lots of mold and also just doing some research, I recognize I grew up, the house I grew up in had mold. So, and if you're not detoxing mold, if you're not getting rid of it, it just stays and continues to grow, mm-hmm. which is crazy. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll go down that rabbit hole if you want, but <laughs> tell, tell me where you want to go next. Cause yeah, well, you know, I I'm sitting here and I'm thinking like, I'm speaking your language. Totally. I'm, I'm following when so you are now what you now do or what you're now known as as the alignment mentor. So what exactly when we're talking about alignment, I feel like there's a play on words here because like you're a chiropractor. And so I love it. But when you're speaking alignment specifically, you know, with body, mind and spirit, what exactly does that mean to you? Absolutely. So alignment to me means first and foremost understanding and knowing your purpose. So I know for me, chiropractic was my purpose in that season of life. But if I take a step back and I reflect in, 
my purpose is to really first and foremost serve and love on my family. Um, and then second to serve and love those around me with knowing that I now have the ability to say or ask myself, what does that look like? So finding alignment for me is, and I, I know because I speak to a lot of women on this, they're juggling so much that they don't, sometimes they're like, I, I don't know which plate to spin because they're all about to fall, but I got to keep them all spinning. So I'm just going to move faster and just do a little bit here, do a little bit there. And, and so it's that like, it's the juggle of life. And so finding alignment is really not about like eliminating plates. It's not about like stopping the juggle. It's about being focused and present with whatever it is that's in front of you in the moment. So it's learning like I had to. And it, again, I think all great coaches, we learn first and we kind of go first. We're one to two steps in front of those who we're coaching. So what I learned is I could be all in in my, my business but when I was all into my business, when I was out of alignment, I was constantly thinking about what's happening in my family and like feeling guilty that I wasn't home or that I didn't do, I wasn't enough there, but I was in my office. And then when I was home, I was worried about, oh, well, these notes didn't get done or blah, blah, this, I have to focus on this event that's coming. So I wasn't ever fully present with where I was at. So truly finding alignment is about understanding your purpose and being able to be fully present with where you are in the moment mm -hmm. and giving yourself grace and space to be, to understand it's not going to be perfect, but you and I can sit and talk on this podcast while I know my daughter is safe and taken care of in the other room and not feel guilty that she's in the other room on summer break and, and we're having this conversation. Like it's, it's okay. There's, there's a, a grace and like a, a breath that I can take because I want to pour in here to be able to share with others and allow other moms, other women, an opportunity to be able to say, you know what? I can be present. I can learn to be here. I can find alignment with what I'm doing by staying present and focused in the moment. I will say even from personal experience, as in mm, five hours ago, I woke up and I, I had all these things on my plate. So you figure like you visualize all these plates and it's like, okay. And I'm a pretty good multitasker, which sometimes I feel like is a curse, but it's like, which, which one am I juggling and what ends up happening to my nervous system? And I would imagine many female entrepreneurs is that you try to do bits and pieces of all of it at the same time and what ends up happening from, or you freeze and you don't know where to start. And so then what ends up happening for me is that my, I can just feel like, this is how I know I'm out of alignment because my nervous system starts giving me all the clues. Like my heart will beat fast. My chest will hurt. I'll, I'll get shaky and I'll get emotional. These are things that I didn't know in the past, but now when they creep up, I'm like, Oh, okay, Elizabeth, calm down. Like, where can you spend your time first? Like, do we need to do bits and pieces of everything? And so I feel like for female entrepreneurs who are also moms, who are also have life outside of business, which is most anybody, this can be difficult, this, uh, this concept of alignment where could you give some tips for people who do have their hands in a lot of different pots, a lot of different plates are juggling right now. And to me, sometimes the most instinctual thing to do is to just knock them off the list, like knock them off the list. And, and I feel like afterwards I'll be able to breathe more. Um, but a lot of times it's through the process of doing it. My nervous system is just like, revving up, revving up, revving up where my productivity actually goes down. So I feel like sometimes this is where it's tricky with women, especially who are in business because they don't know the dance of this. And so how, how can we get better at this? Yeah, that's a really great question. And I love that you brought in nervous system because obviously as a chiropractor, that's what I dealt with. And the beauty of being an alignment coach is I actually, part of how I coach is I'm going to give you tools to help regulate your nerve system. Yeah. So, and I love what you say because I can totally, totally relate with like this laundry list of things that has to get done. And 
I like you, like for me, I'm like, I'm going to accomplish some of this stuff. So I'm going to tack off all the easy stuff first and then feel some sort of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Yet what actually happens is I'm ticking off the list, the things that aren't important, that aren't actually moving the needle forward. So then at the end of it, I tend to get more frustrated because I'm like, well, I didn't accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. So what I actually have started to teach is and started to do myself is pause, take a couple of big breaths and regulate your nervous system first. So being a breathwork practitioner, being able to teach someone and you don't have an hour, like a normal breathwork session is an hour. I know you don't have an hour. So it's just a couple of breaths, take five minutes and then come back to like the chaos or the lists or where you're at. And then what I help people with is you know, you pick off the three things that are actually most, one, most difficult or two, most important. Because if you can tackle those first, you're actually going to feel a sense of accomplishment that's real. You're like, okay, if I can get the, I don't know, I'm going to make something up. If I can get the landing page done for the offer that I'm about to do, even though that doesn't seem very fun or that's hard or whatever, if or if you can even just bullet point it out so that you can get a piece done there, then you can take a breath. And then maybe it's like, okay, do dishes really have to get done right now or can they wait? Does that load of laundry have to get switched? No, probably not. Um, so, and I mean, these are the things that kind of working from home, I think a lot of women do that now too. Mm -hmm. um, I know for me, if I really want to go get some work done in the business, I have to step away from my house. Otherwise, it is going to be like, ooh, that one more load of laundry can go in and sit while I'm doing this. So it's really starting to learn the tools of how to regulate your nerve system. And then honestly, the I don't want to say right way because there is no right way to do it. But then building a, a list or tackling a list in such a way that you can create accomplishment. Um, that is going to feel sustainable and like, okay, I am moving the needle forward in my business or I am moving the needle forward with my family. Let's say a trip has to get planned. Okay, well, I'm going to go find three Airbnbs and then that will give me opportunity to chat with my husband later. Or I'm going to look at flights, those types of things. So it's taking little bits and pieces without, I love what you said too, without trying to do them all at the same time. Because I think honestly, multitasking is really taxing on our nerve system. It's not what we were designed to do. So that's why it goes back to be focused and present on what's right in front of you, complete it, and then move on to the next. I've heard the phrase well, and I've lived this phrase, the the fight or flight mm -hmm. with the nervous system. And, in, and you can explain more to what that is. But I feel like if people could understand understand what that does to the body in terms of like our bodies. Yes, it's, it's healthy. It, it keeps us alive, like in dangerous situations, but I'm having so many conversations with people who, you know, their, their, their sleep schedules are all messed up. And so whether it's their cortisol levels or, or flipped or, you know, they're constantly, I was talking to someone the other day and she said, I just constantly feel like I'm in a state of fight or flight. And it leads me to ask, okay, well, what are your, what is your day like? When someone feels that way, what should be some of the first things they start incorporate? You mentioned breath work, which I'm a huge fan of and mm -hmm. did not start practicing somatic breath work until last fall. And I know there's a difference between that and other breath work. But when you think about designing your day, one, to just support your nervous system and support um, your body for what is coming to your day, like maybe suggestions of, of how to proactively walk into your day, but then life happens like me, where my nervous system's going like crazy, no matter how I prep my day, maybe also any, any tangible things that someone can do when they're feeling that feeling, whether that turns into anxiety or not for me, often it does, um, to actually calm the nervous system and, and maybe get out of that fight or flight if that's possible. Sorry, that was a, a couple of questions. Yep. I'm totally following you. So I'm going to start with like the difference in your, so regulating your nerve system. What is your nerve system is I think a first 
place we need to start. So our nerve system is made up of actually two systems. It's our sympathetic, which is our fight or flight, and then our parasympathetic, which is our rest and digest. The challenge in this day and age is most of us live in a state of fight or flight all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's because the technology that we're surrounded with, the schedules that we keep, the go, 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 and it's all around us. We're constantly being bombarded. Um, and one of the things that it's so simple, but if you turn notifications off, I promise you're not going to miss anything, but you don't need to hear the ding of every time a text message comes through. You don't need to hear the ding of every time an email comes through or an Instagram notification. Mm-hmm. That for me, and I, I did this back in January. I was like, okay, I don't want to know anything anymore that's happening when I want to go and answer text messages or text somebody. I'll see what's come through. So it's a matter of being able to slow the input that's coming in because when we're constantly bombarded, that's as if we're being chased by a tiger because we don't know which to answer first. Oh my gosh, there's 10 emails that came in, but six text messages. And then, oh my gosh, somebody liked my reel or whatever on Instagram, right? It's like, what do I, what do I go to first? Um, and that's just like on the little box that we carry around with us on our phones, right? Then there's also like the kids that are, our kids that are trying to get our attention or our husbands or whatever. So when we're in this elevated state all the time, guess what actually happens is the two systems, sympathetic fight or flight and parasympathetic rest and digest, they can't operate at the same time. So if we're constantly in this revved up mode of sympathetic dominance, then guess what's going to happen? We're not going to be able to rest and we're not going to be able to digest very well. So it creates that's where it creates havoc internally in our body and completely undoes everything. So then then we can't even sustain the level of input that we're getting because we don't even have the nourishment, the opportunity to be able to rest and recover. And, and just even digest our food. That's one little tip that you can do is like literally turn off notifications. And for me, it took about a month before I was not like picking up my phone. I'm like, what did I miss? What did I miss? What did I miss? Nothing. I didn't miss anything because it's a choice. Um, it's a choice to be able to say, you know what, now I'm going to pick up my phone and I'm going to lean in and I'm going to respond. Or one of the other big things that I, I share with clients is how to really build your schedule. Um, and I know for me, I'm really good at packing a bunch of things in because I worked 10, 12 hour days Mm -hmm. and I would see like literally 60 to hundred people in a day. So there there's, I could, I can squeeze a lot into a short amount of time. And as I created more space and as I created more just opportunity for me to be able to like slow down a little bit. One of the things that I teach clients is you have to create some white space in your schedule. I work with women. They're likely mostly women that are listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. So women, we need to be what's more in our feminine. We need to, that's a natural essence of who we are. And that doesn't mean like I'm going to go have tea parties and dress up in dresses. It could for some, that's totally fine. But being in your feminine being means being more in flow means being more lean back, means being more soft and able to kind of roll with things as they come. Now, the masculine is the opposite of that. And where I, there is a beautiful balance between the masculine and feminine. The masculine is, I'm going to schedule this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to, it's the opposite, right? So every person actually has to have a balance of the masculine and the feminine. But when you're building your schedule and you're creating space in your day, it will actually allow for you to be more productive. And I, for for me, that was so counterintuitive. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? You mean I have to like not have something planned for a couple of hours during the day? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because like you were talking about things happen, life happens. And who knows when we're going to get that phone call and we need to go jet off in a different direction than we had planned for the day. And, and what's also really important is giving yourself some space. Like for me, my morning is so important to me. Perfect example this morning. Like I want to, I want to stretch, I want some quiet time and I want to get a walk in. So 
for me this morning, I was like, which one do I do first? And so I got some quiet time in and then I stretched and then I took a walk. And then kind of in that flow, I was like, you know what? I really would, because it's warm here in Arizona. I'm like, I really would like to walk earlier. So how can I juggle? So it's understanding like if you have a block of time and what you want to accomplish in that, how can you really be in flow in that? And I noticed nowhere in there you said pick up your phone when you wake up in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. Um, that's probably one of the worst things you can yeah. do for your nerve system. Mm-hmm. And if at all possible, don't set an alarm because that's just jarring. Like you set an alarm and it's jarring. Or if you do set an alarm, put on a really soft tone, like something that slowly starts to build instead of like the that's like the most jarring thing you could do for your nerve system. Yeah. I have the hatch. Do you know what the hatch is? It's like this thing that it, I I don't have to set alarm. Thank God my kids are old enough to where one of them drives in the morning. But if I had to, it will not come be from my phone because that, that sends me into a state of fight or flight just there. The loudness I'll hear my, my kids alarm. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's not healthy. But um, yeah, I I wanted to bring up not looking at the phone in the morning one, because I'm not going to say I've got that down. Perfect. It's still uh, a pattern I'm trying to break. And you, you know, we hear from everyone. Like when you look at your phone in the morning, you're responding to someone else's day instead of creating how you want to feel. But habits are bad, man. They're, 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 that one's a difficult one, but I can, I dream of the day where it becomes very just natural to me to roll over and not even see my phone and get up and do everything that you just said. Cause I can only imagine what that is so soothing to your nervous system. So I, I love that. And so those were great tips on, on, on just, first of all, explaining the nervous system. Um, and also how we can start our days. What if someone's like in, in it, Uh, Like I spoke to someone the other day and like, she's just, she can feel she's wound up, but there's still work to do. So like for me right now in my life, I have the, the opportunity to push pause and to have a lot of padding in my days. And I'm so grateful for that because I didn't have that before, but for maybe someone who really does have a packed day, whether they work for themselves or work for someone else. And they're, they're feeling this and they don't have an hour to do a meditation or to go on a walk. Like what is something that can help calm the nervous system pretty quickly? Absolutely. I'm going to say something really quick too, just back on the last thought is coffee is another thing that if you're drinking coffee, (laughs) that's going to rev up your nerve system really fast. So if at all possible, wait 90 minutes after waking to have your first cup of coffee and make sure you're eating something first. Because if there's one way that we can totally destroy our nerve system is to have coffee first thing and then not have any food in our belly because it's going to wreck our adrenals. So now to answer the other question is to really, you can incorporate your breath anywhere, anywhere and at any time. And this might seem a little bit counterintuitive because I just talked about like not setting alarms or whatever. Um, But even before, so if you know that you're going to reach for your phone first thing, just I have a tendency to do that because I just want to see, well, what time is it? Mm -hmm. I typically wake up around the same time anyway, but um, it's taking some breaths even while you're just starting laying in bed, like wake up and do some breathing. So big, like big breaths in through your nose and then out through your mouth. So I like to teach something called box breathing too, Mm -hmm. where you take a in-breath count of four, you hold for four, breathe out for four, and then hold for four. And then it's kind of a box. You kind of do that over and over. That box breathing can help at any point in the day. So if you start to feel that like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I've got too many things to do, not enough time to do them in, okay, wait, pause. I'm going to take a couple breaths. I'm going to even step away for 30 seconds, take a couple of big breaths in, and then it'll help you kind of regroup. And here's the beautiful thing. When you take those breaths in, it will allow for you to tap into that parasympathetic nerve system even just for a moment. So the more often you're doing that and the more often you're giving yourself space, 
then you're going to be able to start to balance. Because like I said, we can't be in both systems at the same time. Mm-hmm. So the more we can start to tap into that parasympathetic, which is rest and digest, the breathing, and believe it or not, this is really interesting. How many of us actually, and I'm not amazing at this all the time, I'm getting way better. How many of you actually sit down to eat a meal mm. and focus on what's in front of you mm-hmm. without reading your phone, without sitting in front of a TV, without whatever, just with being present, looking at the food on your plate and eating it and chewing it and going, even that little tiny thing, no matter how busy your day is, if take the 10, 15 minutes to focus on the food in front of you, it will start to shift your nerve system in such a beautiful way. Mm -hmm. I learned that because I had a lot of bloating and digestive issues. And so when I learned that I would sit down at least I've got the sit down, right? I can't tell you that I'm always not looking at my phone, but I don't stand and eat. And that was like, that itself was life changing to me because it allowed my digestion to be better. One of the questions that I also had was a lot of times people, they have this, they have the revved up nervous system and they use the frame, I'm going to blow off steam. And so they'll go do hard cardio. I used to do this and I think it actually did work at some point doesn't work now. Is that good or bad? And should we really, obviously you're breathing doing that, but I'm assuming it's a different type of breathing. What is that? Is that something that people should be doing to blow up steam or should they really literally be sitting and taking the time to, to, to breathe the way that you were just describing? That's a tough question to answer on a global scale. Cause honestly, it depends. Mm-hmm. It depends on the person. It depends on where they are in life. It depends on um, just their health history in general. But what I will say is for the most part, for women, it's not the best idea. Mm-hmm. Only because what actually happens is when you're when you go and you push really hard, you're actually pushing into your adrenals more. You're building more cortisol, which is actually the opposite of what you want to be doing. We want to start to lower those things. So while it feels amazing, that was actually one of the things that destroyed my nervous system the fastest because I would do a 15-minute HIIT workout mm-hmm. where instead of doing a 30-minute like weightlifting session would have been way better for my system. So it, it's funny. It goes back to the who wins, the, um, the tortoise or the hare. Mm-hmm it's slow and steady wins the race, right? So if we can, and I'm not saying that exercise is bad, it's really great, but how you exercise is really going to either send you more into that sympathetic dominance, or it's actually going to help your body burn the way that it should and not mess with all of the hormones and all of the systems in your body um, long-term. Because those HIIT workouts and those hard workouts are great in the short term, but the problem is it's going to burn you out faster in the long term. So, yeah, yeah, I have personal experience with that. So I had to ask because I know I still have friends who are my age. um, And I feel like once you get over the 40 mark, we got to reevaluate what we're doing in a lot Mm -hmm. of areas of of health and life. But um, I love breath work. It took me a while to believe in it and also go fully in. But I've had some pretty life-changing moments with actual full sessions. But I've also, even as of today, when my nervous system was just like going crazy, I it, it's so counterintuitive, I feel like sometimes to just slow down and breathe, which is such, it's free. It's, it's, it's simple, but it's so powerful. And it's, it's been very life-changing for me to be able to just use what we have readily available. And it's, it's that simple. So I know that you offer somatic breath work. You already are helping people in many capacities. Talk a little bit more about what you do and what you offer so that people can find you and we can understand a little bit more about maybe how any of our listeners could work with you. Absolutely. I'd love to back up for just a second because I don't want to leave the listeners with like the, oh my gosh, what do I do if I can't go work out? 
Um, because I know that was for me, I'm like, well, what can I do? Mm-hmm. So honestly, it's, it's slow and steady using some body weight, your body weight at minimum, um, to do like squats and pushups, um, or using, I actually use an app called better me, um, where there's hundreds of different workouts, but they are more for like metabolic, like building. So you're actually building your metabolism, you're building um, muscle um, instead of like wasting it. So back in the heyday of my chiropractic, I was doing CrossFit and loved the fact that I could lift heavy weights and like do all these crazy things. And it completely shot my nerve system. So I want to just give you hope out there who are listening, like you can't not work out um, because that's obviously an outlet for a lot of people, but it's the way in which you're working out is going to be most important. So honestly, lifting heavier weights is really great for women over 40, myself included. Um, And walking is a really great thing to do. Yoga, um, stretching. We want to kind of give our bodies the ability to be able to um, lean in and calm down as we work out instead of like blowing everything up. So that point mm -hmm. when, when we shift when we're in fight or flight and we shift to that type of exercise where maybe we were in the brain of cardio, do you find, and again, I know that this is like dependent on a lot of people, but do you find that when you can actually release and calm your nervous system, that if your body is meant to shed weight, it will. Absolutely. And there's, so it's interesting. So this is a perfect lead into what I'm offering now too. Um, the reason our body holds on to weight is because it's in protection mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we're in fight or flight, our body needs to protect itself. We need to have stores so that we can like run away from the saber toothed tiger that's chasing us. Right. Um, because our body's in that fight or flight. So we need to have stores And here's the other thing is I know a lot of women in general, but mostly also those women who are like, I hit 40 and they're like, now it's harder to lose weight. Mm -hmm. They tend to, myself included, eat less because they're like, well, if I can be more calorie deficient, then I'm going to lose weight. What you're actually signaling to your brain is actually like, we're in starvation mode. I'm hanging on to this weight because I'm not getting enough nourishment. So actually what's happening is most women are not eating enough, which is why it makes it more difficult to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It's so counterintuitive, but if you're starting to be in that place where you're like, I need to work out more and eat less, it's actually opposite. You need to eat more and work out a little bit less. And then the weight will naturally fall off because your body's starting to see, oh, wait, I'm not starving. I can shed weight because, I mean, we have a very primitive brain that is kind of regulating all of that weight loss metabolism piece. Um, I've also recently started to learn about something called carb cycling, Mm. which confuses the heck out of your brain. And for me, is a huge blessing because for a long time, I limited or eliminated carbs or I was gluten-free. And so now I'm like, wait, on workout days, I get carbs. And then, then there's also days of like very low, low carbs, because when you're, when you do that for your body, and I didn't say, notice I didn't say two, when you do it for your body, your body's like, Ooh, I get carbs today. Sweet. And then it's like, wait, wait, what you're limiting carbs. So it doesn't know it, it confuses it because it's like, wait, I I'm not in starvation, but, but I am, but I'm not, but I am. So it doesn't hold on to the weight in the same way it's actually able to shed things. So I'm going to be, this is something I'm researching and and I always go first and practice on myself. So I'm learning about it first. It's probably going to be something I'm, I'm adding into offerings near the end of the year. Um, but what I'm doing now that has actually had a huge benefit on me is I am walking through, I'm nearing the end of a four month foundational healing program that I've created. So like I said, I always go first, but we, I talked in the beginning about um, the detoxes and cleanses and all those things that I had done throughout life um, and in my practice, and nothing really worked 100%. And I can honestly say, even not having finished this, I feel so different with this foundational healing protocol simply because the very first step is to open drainage pathways. 
Because if you think about it, you even alluded to it, and I can't remember the exact word you said, but feeling um, like think about a pond. If a pond is like sitting and there's no inlet or outlet, that water is going to get real murky and real yucky. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are the exact same way. We have a lot of input, right? We're eating, we're drinking, we're doing all the things. But if we're not eliminating, if we're not getting rid of the waste that we have in our system, it's going to kind of gunk up and muck up our hormones, our um, just all of the systems in our in our body and how they're working. So the very first step in this protocol is to open drainage pathways. And then we start to do parasite cleansing, and then we start to do other forms of detox in the body and getting different chemicals out. And it's been very eye-opening. It's been very um, just healing, honestly. Um, There's a lot of support in the whole protocol as far as like improving energy throughout the the whole process. So that is that is one of the big pieces that has added in to when we talk about body, mind, and spirit. This is the body piece for sure, as well as the somatic breath work. So I do a virtual group once a month, um, and I'm actually working with someone on creating um, an offering together. So that might be expanding, which I'm super excited for. Um, and then I also, so when we look at those, so that's body. And then mind and spirit. Um, mind I am a certified um, self-study guide. So the self-study is through the break break method. Um, And it's something that for me has completely transformed my life. It's actually something I started in that whole like slow down period of life right after I sold my practice. And it really helped me tap into the things in my mindset, the things that were keeping me in a loop, the things that kept frustrating me over and over in relationship or in business and learning how to rewire those patterns so that I don't make the same communication challenge mistakes. I don't want to say mistakes because they're just the way that I felt safe communicating. But it's really learning to unwind the patterns that have kept you in loops in your life. Um, so that's the mind piece. And then the spiritual practice, honestly, it's there, it's mixed in both um, with the breath work and with the self-study. Um, and just walk, helping someone walk through finding their alignment. I mean, it's different for anybody, but helping someone find their purpose, um, so that they can ultimately move forward. And then one of the things I'm most excited about is my align her collective. It's really a mastermind for women. Um, I don't take any more than 10 at one point in time, but it's honestly, it's bringing all of those pieces in, but also creating that community where you can walk away with some girlfriends that I know you'll have for life because I've been part of those circles and there are women in my life that I have met through masterminds or retreats or groups that you make deep lasting connections with. So I'm all about building community and helping someone find their purpose and alignment. This is amazing. I love that you cover all areas of that and it's, this is great for overall health, but as female entrepreneurs who are wanting to truly grow a business, this is the foundational piece. And I will say coming from over 10 years of entrepreneurship in different industries, network marketing being one of them, personal development, I think is something that people hear about a lot. Okay, I'm going to take this course to better myself and my mindset. I feel like this work that Dr. Patty is talking about is the deep rooted work that you can read all the books you want and you can listen to all the podcasts you want and that will feed your brain something. But at a cellular level, literally getting down into your nervous system, that's where I know and I've learned my own lesson that that's where the real work starts. I feel like those other things are great. They almost can feel like band-aids if you really have something going on. So I love, first of all, what you do being called the alignment mentor. I'm, I'm all for it. I love it. I just think that you offer something that is really, really needed. I really, really do. And I love the way that you have these different opportunities for people to work with you. That being said, where can people find out more about you? Where can they connect with you? Yeah. So Instagram is probably the best place. Um, all of my offers are there in the links in bio. My Instagram is Dr. Patty Gonzalez, so P-A-T-T-I, 
Gonzalez with a Z at the end and it's .ig and we'll, I'm sure we'll put it in the show notes, but yeah, my, my offers are there. Um, and I will be starting another foundational healing group. Um, and the beauty is when I do these, it's in a group setting. So I think we learn and grow most and best in groups. Um, but I do offer a one-on-one as well. So yeah, I'm just super excited. Really thankful to be here, Elizabeth. And I've, I've, I've loved having you here. Is there anything you'd want to leave people with today? Yeah, I think one of the biggest lessons that I have learned throughout this whole journey is no matter how difficult a situation or circumstance is, there is a blessing in it. And you're not always going to see it in the moment. In fact, it's probably going to be pretty hard to see the blessing in losing a job, losing a loved one, um, or whatever it might be, um, finances blowing up, relationship blowing up, whatever. It might be really challenging to see the blessing in it, but there are, are benefits and there are opportunities to grow in all of it. And I always love to say life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. So when you can start to see what is for you in a difficult or challenging situation, then you're going to really start to move the needle forward. It's very easy to look at unfortunate circumstances or stressors as what it's doing to yourself. But I and you both have had experience of knowing that through some challenges, which I've had my fair share, um, I wouldn't be the person I am today had I not had those. I've grown as a person and I'm much more aware of my body and what I want my business to look like and what I want my life to look like. And I, I don't know that I would have known that had I not gone through things. And so I am so appreciative of you spending this time with us and speaking all of this goodness over us. Thank you so very much. We will put your information in the show notes. You guys, I encourage you to go check out Dr. Patty. Thank you so much for being with us today. It was my honor and pleasure. Thank you so much. Hey friend, I hope today's episode equipped you with what you need to feel inspired to take action or even change. And if so, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and then share this on social media with a friend or a colleague who could benefit. So much of what I share, if not all of what I share, is exactly what I've walked through. So I relate to you more than you realize. And hey, if you're craving more and are ready to connect beyond this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram. That's at Elizabeth Lacoque.